Hey, welcome back to Planet Retard, aka Legit Bat. I'm Joe. Jen's here. Ben is not here. Mega doo doo. He's a mega doo doo. What a what a balls boner. Balls boner. Uh, we do have Moral Bob standing in for Ben today uh, from what used to be the Hidden Pod. Are you still doing that? What's going on with that? Man, I'm not. I just do. Are we content with Chud? And that's all I'm really doing right now. I do a one once a month show with uh, uh, Drew from Missing the Point and Ryan Dean, the great Ryan Dean of Dangerous World. We do movie breakdowns. It's called uh, Conspiracy Theater 3000. Oh, and that's so, with Buddy Drew over in Australia, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. So Hell we try yeah. to get together at least once a month. Sometimes we can hammer out two, but it's uh, with Drew being in the weird time warp that is Australia. It's it's hard to line shit up with him, and Ryan's just busy. So, you know, Ryan it's weird every time we've things. Yeah, every time we've done a show with somebody in Australia, it's like five o'clock on a Friday for us, and like eleven in the morning for them. So it's very hard to schedule with that. I get it. Well, I figured the time out right. Like he's either he's either eight, seven or eight hours behind. But the next or ahead, yeah, ahead or behind. It's, it's easier for me to go behind. Like he's he's about he's eight hours behind me. But tomorrow, yeah, right. It doesn't matter <laughs> what day it is. Just think of it as morning or night. Right. Yeah. Drew, Drew is good people. He's not a tremendous piece of shit at all. A tremendous piece of shit. Jesus. No, not, I got it. I have to use buttons. Shut oh up. Well, what the fuck? Well, this is Planet Retard, so uh, I heard you brought a couple stories, so I also did. So we'll get going on sharing the screen so all the people can see this <laughs> these amazing stories we have. Uh, starting it out strong with a couple cat stories. Uh, a British cat's 54.59 decibel per breaks world record. This is Guinness uh, World Record News. And if you don't know what 54 decibels sound like, well, you're about to hear it because... Uh, this is a loud ass cat. I do have to fix my fucking audio real quick. Is it worse than our cats? Because our cats are really loud. I mean, they wake us up from sleep in the middle of the night. If it's a world record, I'm assuming it's this better be a loud ass cat or I'm entering our cats. Yeah, I have to change the sound setting so people can hear it. So excuse the uh, audio differences here. Can you hear that? Can you hear the difference? Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm going to play this video, though. One second. Here we go. It is oh, definitely let's have an ad house first. Than our house. I'm Dave Wilson, and I'm an official Guinness World Records adjudicator. I'm here in Cambridgeshire to witness the attempt for the loudest purr by a domestic cat. I bet he was stoked to start his day. How meaningless do you think your job is when this is what you're doing? Bella is 14 years old. She's a very He's a fat girl. fuck. She's an old lady, so we'll air off. We've always thought that Bella had the loudest pet in the world. She is such a loud girl. You know, sit there watching TV in the evening and you have to turn the TV up so you can actually hear. She loves a cuddle and she also loves food. Bella purrs so loud when she has a bowl of whiskers in front of her. Get to the purring. We don't want your dumb cat. We want the purr. How long is this video? Any reflections? Not very long. It's a class one meter. And it's been calibrated. We did a field check before we did the measurements to make sure it was working properly. The decibel meter must be one meter away from the They're exceptionally serious. The minimum requirement for this record. They don't want light coming in because it'll disrupt the sound waves. I was pretty confident this morning that should break the world record for the loudest purr. I fed Bella her bowl of whiskers, and then we were ready to start our attempt. So I brought her into the room. So she can only this meow. This is an or... official attempt for the loudest purr by a domestic cat. She can only purr after Nicole? she's had her. Bella, are you ready? Yes, we are. Here we go. Get ready. <laughs> Minimum that you have to achieve satire? today was fifty decibels. I got the most ridiculous things I've ever like seen in my mean, life. 54.6 decibels A-weighted. Congratulations. You are... Okay, Does shut up. Book of World Records 
uh, attempt to have this kind of. Did you see how serious they were? They were very serious about it. Measuring shit. Well, it's they, a cat purring. Like Get we've, the fuck over like it. Like we've talked about with the Guinness World Records, you have to pay like a couple grand to have the com- them come out and do this. So they're getting paid handsomely to come out there and set their stupid microphone in front of this fucking fat cat and do this. This is the world we live in. That's why it's planet retard. Yeah, I used to always oh. have a Guinness Book of World Records book like of whatever year it was like that was one of the things i always had when i was a kid and you would just thumb through them and check out the different world records for just ridiculous shit all the stupidest shit longest fingernails and it's like some lady i remember that one it was the lady standing on the balcony and they were curly (laughs) yeah how do you live like like what the fuck how do you how do you wipe your ass do you like are you so rich you have someone wipe your butt like if you have nails that long probably it probably wasn't real. I mean, it would be impossible. How did she? She probably just stands there all the time because she couldn't possibly get them up over the balcony that she was standing. No, they would break, right? <laughs> you would think that they would break under their own weight or something, or just rip off your oh. finger. Remember that picture and how like traumatized you were as like a '90s kid to see that picture of the nails and be like, "How many years is that? That's that's decades." Like my yeah. nails grow, I know this, and I gauged it because I uh, pounded the fuck out of my thumbnail one day, three months ago, and it's just now back to normal. And that's like mm, a centimeter worth of nail. How fucking long does it take to curl all the way around into a spiral like that? Years and years and years. Wait, I can't even. Do people have like- to trim people's nails when they're in a coma. If they're in a coma for like 20 years, do people come in and like trim their toenails? And uh, nails? People aren't in comas for 20 years anymore. They just kill them. Oh, they're not. They're not dealing with that anymore. They're potatoes. I'm just sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't know. Sure. I think as long as somebody's <laughs> paying sure. that bill, they'll keep, they'll keep doing it. I get, yeah. Again, it depends on how rich you are. If you're rich enough, yeah, you can be in a coma for 20 years and wake up and have flying cars. I bet people do that on purpose, actually. All right, so two cats in a row, just because I thought this was fucking weird. Uh, One-of-a-kind cat with two noses is put up for adoption. For obvious reasons, I added that part. Staff at the Cats Protection Warrington Adoption Center initially thought the four-year-old feline feline had one large nose, but vets discovered it was actually two. So for the uh, video watch, look at this fucking weird cat. It doesn't look like two noses, though. I know. They just thought it was one big nose, but... Cats are famously famously said to have nine lives, but one cat has become famous for another numerical reason. It has two noses. The one-of-a-kind double-snouted Moggy has been taken in by Cats Protection Warrington Adoption Center, or Sentry, if you're British or Australian. Staff at the Sentry in Shisher have named her Nanny McPhee after the fictional film character with a a distinctively shaped nose. Staff initially believed the four-year-old feline had one large nose. However, a checkup from veterinary staff revealed it to be two Two. A cat with two no- two noses is a first for us in the field vet team. This is a real rarity, and thankfully, it isn't causing her any problems at all. So she's basically got the same problem as like um, bulldogs, English bulldogs. It looks like she can barely breathe, except the opposite. Like she can breathe extra well because she has two huge nostrils and one very tiny mouth. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it looks crazy. like one nose. Was this written by AI? Is this probably? Bullshit? I don't know. I don't pick them based on AI. They're telling us it's two noses, but it looks like one. I guess I just... It does look like a, a pretty massive sh- uh, schnoz. It looks like maybe the cat is Jewish. I'm just guessing. I don't know. <laughs> it's... Uh, that used to be more of a common thing, right? Like uh, animals with weird shit, snakes with two heads and whatnot. I think we did a show on that one time with a snake with two heads. Maybe. That's, yeah, see how it's uh, got like something in between its nose? Yeah, there's a condition that like- dogs have where their nose is split down the middle. Um, I forget what Rhinos? it's called, but it's hmm. where like the two halves of the nose on a dog. You know, there's the line that goes down the dog's nose. Well, the two sides are actually separated. I guess zooming in on it, it does kind of look like two cat noses. It looks weird. it looks like you're holding a mirror up. And reflecting the other side, you know, where there's a little bit of the, yeah, a little bit of the overlap. So, so it probably maybe it is AI. AI. Yeah, it's just glitch. <laughs> oh, look at this right here. It says audio created using AI assistance. Oh, 
Ooh. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, that was the audio. I know. <laughs> they didn't tell us about the the uh, other part, though. Uh, I thought this one was funny. So we don't really talk about poop a whole lot. Sometimes we're talking about poop here. Huh? Anymore. Uh, anymore. Yeah. People got real fucking uptight about poop and farts. Yeah, you can suck my balls on that. This is funny. U.S. Customs officials seize g- giraffe feces from woman at Minnesota airport. Whoa. So okay, before whoa. reading the article. Why did she have it? And why do they care? So there's so many questions. Why do you have giraffe turds and why do you have them at the airport but first of all why do you have giraffe turds and where do you get these i need to know look at them sharpie i would think that a maryland our dog poops bigger than that and giraffes are huge yeah for the audio listeners it's it's next to a sharpie for size and i shit bigger than the sharpie so how how is a giraffe that's got like an 11 like a marble how do they know that it's giraffe poop like, I don't know. And why does one of them look like a seashell? Looks like rabbit poo, maybe deer poo. Well, let's find out. We shall read on. <laughs> uh, Minneapolis federal customs agents who pooed. Oh, good one. The plans of an Iowa woman who wanted to make jewelry from giraffe feces she picked up on a trip to Kenya and brought back to the U.S. in her luggage. The woman declared the small box of feces, good for her, when she was selected to have her belongings inspected upon arriving at Minneapolis St. Paul. Uh, the woman who was not identified, again, for obvious reasons, told officials she planned to use the waste to make a necklace as she had done in the past with moose poop. So scroll back up. I'm sorry. It looks like she had actually started to make it already because that's why it's so small. It oh. looks already like beads. Okay. She compressed them or something. She did. She rolled that shit up. Literally. Looks- they need to use a, a new Sharpie for this picture. Look at this. This is an old ass Sharpie. Use a new one. Whatever. <laughs> Cheap ass bitches. Uh, Maybe giraffe- they scraped it off because they didn't want to pay uh, like royalties or whatever. You know how they'll like oh, blur. That's actually a good point. Yeah. So it says giraffe poop can be brought back to the U.S. with the proper permits and inspections. Why you would want to do that? To make jewelry. Obviously, the station reported that the woman won't face sanctions because she declared the feces and gave it to customs, which the customs agents promptly ate because they're gay. No, I'm just kidding. What? The agency's agricultural specialist destroyed the giraffe poop. Ah, how'd you destroy it? Mm-hmm. There's a real danger with bringing fecal matter into the U.S. If this person had entered the U.S. and had not declared those items, there's a high possibility a person could have contracted a disease from this jewelry and then developed serious health issues. Uh, well, yeah. Did you know every international traveler brings poop with them? Yeah, they just she don't declare it. She has a necklace box already. And maybe that's, that seashell was supposed to be part of the necklace. It looks like that's the centerpiece for the necklace. The real question is, who is this lady and why is she making jewelry out of poop? I don't know. You can probably sell it for four grand. What's her name? Is it on there? No, it says she's not identified. Uh, I want to go to her Etsy page. You know she has one. It's definitely Etsy. (laughs) It's shit. What kind of world do we live in where that's even a thing? Um, 2023. That's all I got. It's wild. It's about time to start over, I think. Everything's starting to be done. Everything that could be done has been done. Yeah, it, asteroid. Uh, coronal mass ejection, solar flares, whatever it takes. Yeah, I think like, it's coming to an end soon. Once it starts to get to the level of like, well, we caught this lady trying to make a necklace out of giraffe poop. The universe is like, okay, we're close to the end, rid- guys. Ridiculous, that sounds. That's what we, I mean. Yeah, we caught this lady trying to make a necklace right. out of giraffe. The universe is like, okay, we've got like two more and then we're done. We start over. God's up there like, Noah, get the boat. Yeah. It's time to destroy this shit. <laughs> like, hey, man, so we haven't been paying attention. We let it go way past the last time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They already somebody, got to this. The night guard. Holy shit. <laughs> they're, never, they're never supposed to get this far. Uh, we went to bed when they were like building the Roman imp- Empire, and now they're making poop or jewelry out of giraffe poop. So, oh shit, somebody missed a shift. Uh, I actually chose this next story for Ben, who's not here. Uh, pepper X is now the world's hottest chili pepper. They just keep doing this. So a while ago was, uh, and people who aren't into hot stuff aren't going to give a fuck about this. But a while ago, like the hottest shit was. 
ghost pepper and that was a step up from i don't know what the next one under that was probably habaneros or something and then there's like carolina reapers i'm not sure if that's hotter than ghost peppers but i think so i think it was i think the reaper was like the top for a bit there and they all look they look like something you shouldn't eat if you've ever looked at a ghost pepper it looks at you like don't eat me this is not for humans it looks dangerous like on an evolutionary evolutionary level, which I don't believe in. If you look at a ghost pepper, it's like, don't eat this. You're going to be in distress for quite some time. So humans, the way that they are, keep pushing the limit. And now Pepper X is the world's hottest chili pepper. So let's let's compare these. So the Caroline Reaper is no longer the hottest chili pepper in the world after the same grower in unveiled Pepper X in conjunction with Twitter, a.k.a. X. Carolina Reapers average 1.64 million Scoville heat units, while Pepper X rates an average 2.693. Jesus. So it's like Christ. way hotter. I can't do math, but that's way hotter. So jalapenos, for reference, typically come in at 3,000 to 8,000. So oh. for people who take a chomp out of jalapeno and want to die, take a chomp out of a Carolina Reaper and then an, a Pepper X. Did somebody uh like who's sitting in a lab? I'm sure. Okay. Who's, who's, who's eating sitting it? in a lab for can continuing to make these hot peppers? Assholes. I'm assuming. That shit's crazy. So this is actually Guinness World Records officially certified. Uh Ed Curry, founder of Pucker Butt Pepper Company. Fair enough. And creator of the Carolina Reaper Pepper unveiled Pepper X on popular YouTube channel First We Feast. He said it took about 10 years of breeding to develop the super hot pepper. Good job, bro. Thanks for all of your work. When we started the cross, there were two peppers that I really loved the flavor of, but neither of them were really going to be hot enough for my taste, he said in the video. Pepper X is being kept proprietary for the moment, because it's probably a GMO, meaning pods and seeds will not be made commercially available. The public will be able to try the pepper through the release of pepper. Wait, the public will be able to try the pepper through the release of Pepper X hot sauces. All right, so they're not even going to give out the pepper. They're like, no. These are aliens making this. Did you ever watch Fringe? Remember the observers? They dumped, they dumped hot stuff on everything because they had no taste because they were just from some different dimension. Oh yeah, the yeah the observers yeah yeah they, they, anything they got they just dumped hot sauce on yeah yeah these are aliens. Look at them. I mean, look at the guys in the video. Yeah, obviously oh. aliens. That show's crazy. You ever watched Hot Ones? Yeah. Yeah, I've watched a couple yeah. of them. It's pretty funny. Once they get up to the hotter ones, it's uh <laughs> you see uncomfortable. The that these these super famous people are trying to keep up and then it gets hot and they just can't they just everything goes away. You just get that raw person. We <laughs> saw the greatest one though with what's the was it oh, Parks and Rec? Oh the uh Who's the girl? The really uh not gothic Sto- but stone faced uh yeah, I can't remember uh, her name. Audrey something. Uh, Aubrey on the toe of my tip. Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza. There you go. So she was on it and she did not break a sweat at all. I think she talked really? to- normally the whole time. I mean, her <laughs> makeup was running. But- <laughs> yeah. yeah, she was like, yeah, it's a little hot, I guess. But she kept her. She stayed in character. If you've ever seen her character on Parks and Rec. I think it's, it's like, a bitch. I, or the... Uh, office no i think it's parks and rec yeah yeah. i don't know one of those shows yeah she totally stayed in character the whole time even when she was kind of crying she didn't freak out or anything that was my favorite good for them (laughs) because i i lose my shit i mean i there's some people of our fresno peppers mad they get mad oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) no i I ate one of my fresno peppers out of our garden thinking "Ah, i grew it's probably not that hot no i was in pain for quite some time me and ben both sitting out on the patio like about to shit fire. It was really fun. My son, the shock. My son, yeah. I uh, I told him I'd give him ten dollars if he took a bite of one that was on like my fajita plate, and there was a little a little hot pepper on there, and I took a little nibble of it, and it was it was pretty hot. And I said, "Dude, I'll give you ten bucks if you take a bite." And he just grabbed it and chucked a whole thing in his mouth, and I was like, "Oh!" <laughs> it it lit him on fire. He started crying. He couldn't get away from the heat. Like he was chugging soda, like trying to get rid of the heat. I was How just old is like, he? dude, he's 11. 
Uh, dude, the same shit happened a couple weeks ago. I took a, it was just a cayenne pepper off of one of our plants, and it was a, a small one too. And he's like, he just pops in his mouth like gangster. Your kid? Yeah. Like five minutes later, he comes out to the fridge and he's just pouring water and just chugging it down his face. It's getting all over the place. I'm like, are, are you good? He's like, no. He's like stomping his feet around the kitchen. I'm like, hey, here, here's an ice cube. I don't know. Here's, uh, we didn't have any milk. So I'm like, here's some coffee creamer. And he's like, oh, that works. That works. And then we had these like uh, yogurt and blueberry frozen things in the in the freezer. So I gave him one of those and that seemed to help it a little bit. But I'm like, hey, watch yourself, dude. You don't know yeah, what you're saying, yeah. dude. <laughs> you got you to gotta watch it. You got to be ready. Hot stuff is not joke. I don't, <clears throat> I don't understand how people enjoy it. I mean, you'd have to, I guess, develop a taste for it. But to just have your whole body be telling you that you're about to die it doesn't sound fun. It sounds like doing a really gnarly mushroom trip, but without the fun and with the pain. It still has a has a serotonin response though, so like you get pleasure out of it. Like it triggers that response somehow. I think it triggers it once you once you uh survive it and you don't feel bad anymore. You forget about all the pain and you're like, "You know what? I did it." And then you think you can do it again, but it sucks just as much. Just like bad mushroom chips. Uh, it always sucks. You go yeah, back. Yeah. The older I've gotten, I can't I can't do spicy stuff like I used to. I, I can't wish. like it. I can do pretty hot stuff, but it's I it needs to be flavorful at least. If it's just pure hot, it's like, no, I'm not not into that. It does uh from what Ben says, it does boost your metabolism because your body's trying to get that shit out of you. But you'll know it boosts your metabolism when you have a fiery shit. But uh, right. speaking of that, so I, I did want to talk about this for a minute. Uh, we tried this, talking about boosting your metabolism, uh, we had this Magic Mind little shot thing that we tried for the last couple days, five days, I believe, and it's pretty fucking delicious. And I don't mean delicious as in taste. It is tasty compared to you know some other shots, but it's got uh, matcha, and it's sugar-free, and it's got mushrooms, it's got all the stuff that you'd think as, as in like a nootropic shot, you know, like a lion's mane, a bunch of shit I can't pronounce, but it you can look at their website. Ashwagandha, vitamin C, vitamin D. Cordyceps, echinacea. It has things that lower your blood pressure too, which is, so I actually stopped drinking coffee completely because I found out I have super high blood pressure randomly. I guess it just runs in my family. My blood pressure was like, oh, what was it when I took it that it was um, on the verge of like hypertension. It was like 177 over 95 or something outrageous. Um, that was a couple months ago, but I stopped drinking coffee and uh, started walking more or whatever, but I'm not like unhealthy. I'm not at an unhealthy weight or anything. So there's kind of nothing I can do and I don't want to go on medication. So uh, actually the person who developed this was in the same boat. They had high blood pressure and drank coffee and had to give it up. And this totally helps. It's, it gives you energy for the entire day, but doesn't make you jittery or crazy. And it doesn't raise your blood. It actually lowers your blood pressure because of all the, the ingredients. In well, yeah, the, it, like ashwagandha. The, the ashwagandha thing, we've been taking that for quite some time uh, in our smoothies in the morning. But this has some, I don't know if they're using it like a really strong extract or something, because that shit works very well. And I, if you're, if you've listened to the show long enough, you know, I'm a lazy guy and, and I don't mean lazy. Like I don't want to do anything. I mean, I don't, but I, uh, I don't want to do anything, but I do have to get up and go to work all the time. And then we come home and make free content for you motherfuckers. So there's that. Uh, but this, oh, they, they have a breakdown over here too. So it does have a little bit of caffeine in it, but nothing like energy drinks or like those. Tea and matcha. Like, yeah, it's, natural caffeine. it's nothing like those, uh, you know, quick shots that you see at the gas station or anything. Um, but it has it has all kinds of stuff and it boosts mood, memory, and all this all this stuff. You can go to their website, it's magicmind.com, and they actually sent us a, a personal link. So it's magicmind.com slash legitbat, and you can get 20% off with legitbat20 at checkout. And I guess if you subscribe, it's like 56% off or something like that for the first 10 days after this ad airs. Uh but yeah, I'd definitely try it. Like I wouldn't the cool thing is that they were like, if you don't like it, don't even mentioned it on the show and i like it a lot so i mentioned it on the show i loved it i i don't like the flavor of passion fruit <clears throat> i think that's what it is is it passion fruit or dragon fruit it's I can't remember one of those but i, I was not excited that. about that flavor when i saw it but it goes down really easy and it it actually prevented me from quitting my job so the first day i took it this is a super random anecdotal story i was going to 
not necessarily quit that day, but I just started a new job and, uh, and I was just not loving it. And then, uh, I took the shot cause I'm like, whatever, I'll try it. And within, I don't know, 45 minutes, I was like, all right, I can deal with this. And I changed into a different person. Uh, that sounds weird, but I was very demotivated and angry at the beginning of the day. And all of that just completely went away. And I ended up connecting with my coworkers. I love everyone I work with now. And we didn't even take one today. I don't think it just kind of changed my mindset and flipped me to being a little bit more grateful about what I have instead of being angry in the morning, which a lot of us get up and are just like, oh, fuck this. I have to go to work. I hate this. So that was the cool thing is that it, it seems to have a lingering effect too. And if you're ever taking any nootropics, that, that is kind of what happens. Like it kind of has a lingering effect, but highly recommend uh, again. Yeah. Magicmind.com slash legit bat and legit bat 20 at checkout. Bob, you feel said the magic. Have, in the set. Feel it. I, I, I think there's something too mushrooms though. So I do too. Absolutely. I've tried a lot of them. We've been putting lion's mane and what else? Uh, what cordyceps, uh, the, we were buying raw. They have lion's mane at this little organic food store near us. An actual lion's mane like mushroom. Powder. It looks like a brain. It looks that like a hairy too, brain. Yeah. But we just yeah, cut chunks yeah, off and put it in our shit. smoothies. It was awesome. Yeah, they're they're good though. I mean, they they've been doing so much research on all these mushrooms lately that I think there's definitely something to it. But Bob, you said you brought some stories for us tonight. What did you bring? Did I say that? You know. I yeah. like well, you said you have a couple things. You can either share a screen or just read it. Whatever you want. All right. My, one of my favorite things is to always go to um, space.com because there's always crazy shit on space.com. Um, and uh, apparently, uh, have you seen the videos that are going around that show the eclipse and there's like something shooting through it? Yeah, I saw a couple of them. Yeah, a couple look like UFOs. Some look like lens flare. Like, who knows? <laughs> well, they're saying um they don't know what it is and it's it's to you know i think the ufo agenda because you can see a lot of these other stories if you just go what i go to is like msn.com or whatever um, and there's always crazy shit on here um but the stuff that people will believe um there's another one on science mystery mysterious signals from hell planet 40 light years away Apparently, they've been sending signals to this planet, and they got a response. So it says, mm -hmm. and it says they got they the wavelengths changed. Volcanoes on this hellish world would periodically open and spew hot gas, which would form an atmosphere, only for the atmosphere to burn off and leave the planet bald again. And that was like when it had an atmosphere it wasn't sending the signal but it's all there's an image here that people are going to think is real can you share do i have that available i think i do you should be able to share yes all participants you can share there we go <laughs> let's check this shit out Oh, so they're promoting the James Webb te Space Telescope, right. again, which is you know crop. what that looks like. If you've ever seen um, <clears throat> the Fifth Element, it looks like the planet in the very beginning, like the darkness that grows when they shoot it. Do you remember right. that? Right. <laughs> but how would they fake it? I think this is this is footage straight from that movie. I believe probably. Yeah. So yeah, for the audience listeners, it, it looks like your general CGI um, like movie planet thing but it's apparently captured by a real telescope i think you scrolled down too far dude i don't know how to work computers joe make me do complicated <laughs> shit <laughs> go all the way to the top and then usually there's like a more button or something are you looking oh, for wow. that article i think you just completely Oh, scroll down. It was down there. Go ahead. Scroll down. It was one of those little thumbnails. Oh, is it that one right now? Nope. No, no. Nope. Keep, okay. going. Keep, keep going. going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Right there. Oh, mysterious signals. There, there we go. go. Yeah. Hell planet. Terrifying. <laughs> Hell's on its way. Thanks. So. 
they say all this stuff. What I what blows my mind about stories like this is they say all this stuff like it's fact, right? The planet is so close to the parent star at less than 2% of the distance between Earth and the sun. How could you possibly know that? So it's a planet that we just haven't noticed yet? Yeah, because the James Webb telescope is out there. You know, oh, okay. wirelessly transmitting all of these images. So at less than 2% of the distance between Earth and the sun. So is that closer to the sun than Mercury? Yeah, it'd have to be. So why can't we see it in the sky? Or can we? Well, its parent star isn't our sun, is it? No. It says it's Oh, okay. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, but I get what you're saying. They throw out random numbers and expect people to be like, wow, that's insane without thinking of the fact that they can't really perform those calculations realistically. So what's the big deal with this one, though? Why is it called the Hell Planet? Because of what they heard from it? Because of how close it is to the sun and the sound. Well, it's covered in volcanoes that are constantly erupting and forming and destroying an atmosphere. Hell yeah, that's pretty metal. That's all I'd really looked at, um, but there's always crazy shit on here, man. I want to hear the sounds. I wonder if the signals just sound like Cannibal Corpse. Have it's you ever like, heard those? Oh. Yeah, have you ever heard those? Uh, yeah. I think MU covered it, like sounds from, I can't remember what planet it was, or if it was from a planet, or if it was from... It was from one of the moons of Jupiter. Something like that, but oh, there was a... That's what it was claimed to be. There's other the, ones where the, I think at maybe Russians or something drilled down super far on the Earth and they put a microphone down there and there was like weird like wailing noises and shit. Do you remember Ooh, that? Man, yeah, I've heard that one where it's a... Uh, it was, think it was at the deepest hole they ever did. Yeah, it's the deepest hole they ever dug in Russia and they put a microphone down there and there was supposedly screams and everything. That weird. But who knows? Yeah. I mean, that could have just been, you know, whatever. Could have been the sounds of anything. It could have been the sounds of water or pressure or anything. We don't even know what we're on. Come on. Well, it's uh, such a long tube that happened. they drilled. It could just be the sounds that were. It was the sound of the machine that makes our world go around just turning. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. They didn't that's want possible. us to hear that shit. See, I think that's possible, too. Have you ever seen Dark City? Yeah, we just watched, just it. watched that's, it. That's exactly where that came from, Bob. That's yep. so funny. I was like, it's the sounds that those aliens have when they make them the buildings raise up and shrink down. So this uh, next story Jen brought to us. Thank oh. you, Jen. Okay, well, great. I just think it's funny. <laughs> no, it's it's funny because so J.K. Rowling, yeah. uh, famed author of Harry Potter, is a known like radical feminist. So good for her. Nah, nah, nigga. But the way she responds to people is hilarious because she responds so eloquently in her British way and she's kind of being a douche but in the best way. She's being a douchey feminist. She's not being unrealistic but she's not being nice but she's being hilarious and that's all that matters. So The headline says J.K. Rowling says says she would rather go to prison than refer to transgender women as women. False. And that is why. Uh, The author best known for creating Harry Potter and for her controversial views on transgender women. Controversial. Boner. There's it's one or the other, which have led her led to her name becoming synonymous with the the term turf trans exclusionary radical feminist made a new series of anti trans anti trans statements on social media this week in which she said she would rather do a couple years behind bars and refer to transgender women as women. False. Her latest rant kicked off on Tuesday after sharing a text image reading. So it's like a text from somebody else. Repeat after us. Trans women are women. To which she added her own commentary, writing simply, no. Fuck off. This out of nowhere. Out of nowhere? Okay. But very on-brand sentiment led to a bit of back and forth in the replies on X, formerly known as Twitter, after one commenter commenter jumped in to seemingly reference the UK Labour Party's intent to bolster transgender blah 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 blah. Nobody cares about UK Labour Party shit. But what she did say is I'll happily do two years if the alternative is compelled speech and forced denial of the reality and importance of sex. Bring on the court case, I say. It'll be more fun than I've had on ever had on a red carpet. Good for her. I like it. Yeah. 
if that's a real story, that's what you're supposed right. to do when you get rich and powerful, right? Is just be like, fuck you, I can do whatever I want. Yeah, I think she has enough fuck you money now where she can just be like, yeah, whatever. She knows she's not going to jail for that anyway. Who cares? But most people aren't doing that. That's why I liked it. Right. Where she was just like, no, fuck you. This is ridiculous. Yeah, and she it's so funny because several years ago she was viewed as like a oh, radical feminist, blah, blah, blah. And now she's actually on kind of the same side as like conservatives where they're like, yeah, trans women are not. Well, they women. have to label everything now. So that right. that turf, come on trans exclusionary radical <laughs> feminine like come on there, there can't be a name for everything guys it's retarded trans and exclusion exclusionary hey, it's awesome. like it's like uh uh george carlin said if you make the name longer it's less offensive Dude, a faggot. Just, like if you say that it's less offensive oh, everything's we- offensive now everything will get you canceled if you don't like something you're excluding it from your life Instead of just making choices about how you feel about certain things. Yeah, just that's it. Fuck everybody. If someone wants to tell me that and they're a man and they want to be referred to as a woman, that's fine. I totally will. I'm not going to be an asshole. I don't care. But I don't believe that in my heart of hearts. That's all. No, I I don't think you're actually. So I'm not going to sit there and say trans women are women. I'm not going to promote that. And that is the message. It it reminds me of like when little kids are like, look, dad, I'm an astronaut. And you're like, yeah, buddy, you totally are. Yeah. Good for you. (laughs) Like, that's what it reminds me of. It's like, yeah, I'll play along. You crazy little (laughs) three-year-old. Awesome. Venus. My daughter will act like a dog or a cat sometimes. It doesn't mean that I'm going to be like, (laughs) okay, I guess you're that now. Or when they try to scare you in their Hall- Halloween uniform and you're like, oh, Jesus, yeah, that's scary. Oh, my God, you scared me so much. Yeah, like that's reality. That's reality yeah. snapping back. When I was little, my sister and I did. We wanted to be cats so bad. We would pretend to be cats. We'd be like, ooh, we do like little, you know, we were like five years old, four years old. And my parents were like, all right, it's time for dinner. And we'd try to sit at the table like cats. And they were like, they didn't swear at us, but they were like, sit the fuck down and eat like a normal person. You you're weird homosexuals. <laughs> like You're not cats. You will sit at the table like a human because that's what you are. And we're like, okay, geez. And that maybe is a little harsh, but it's also reality coming oh, right. back and letting us know, reminding us what we are. And the key word there was you pretended like that when you were like four or five. We all did. And now imagine we're adults. being four or five and having your parents be uh such cucks that they're like oh are you a cat okay you're a cat right now all right honey you can I sleep in the corner decision. yeah you can do whatever you want yeah it, that's that's where the problem is with the generation up and coming gen z would you like to have think fur transplants like, the next generation after that what's gonna what's the generation that z- gen z is gonna raise be like i think it's gonna be exact opposite like every other generation they're gonna rebel against this retarded shit that's going on and totally change it even worse though and we're gonna be like 80 and be like fuck yeah generation whatever is after z (laughs) nothing nothing's (laughs) after z that's why the world is ending generation asteroid (laughs) yeah it'll get a lot worse before it gets better i'm assuming but we we gotta be uh gotta be positive here so I thought this was funny, just for penis news. Uh, an eleven thousand year old statue—you can believe that—of a man holding his penis could reveal secrets about a mysterious Neolithic culture. If you look at this picture, he's holding his wang. He's really got a grip on his penis. Penis. Uh, it's from a flower for a girl. I was thinking that too. What if he has a nice melon? So I was trying to zoom in Isn't on this. Let's see if we can. What if he's making a joke? It's like those pictures where you hold a zucchini up and it's like, and someone just made a statue of him being silly. They're like, John was being hilarious at this party. I'm going to make a statue to (laughs) commemorate this flower that was supposed to be his wang. But it does look quite a bit like a wang. What kind of wangs are you looking at? Uh, The stone kind. (laughs) Rock hard. (laughs) Uh, Where'd the rest of the article go? Are you shitting me? Clutching his penis. Oh, I can read preview. Wait a minute. No. I just went away from the site. Hang on. Oh, there we go. So archaeologists have uncovered an 11,000-year-old statue. How they know that, they don't say. Of a man clutching his (laughs) penis, a discovery that could shed new light on a mysterious Neolithic culture. Uh, They were all sex fiends like we are now. Okay. The statue (laughs) is found. So nothing's changed. Yeah. In Karahan Tepe in the Tastepeler region of southeast Turkey. Uh, the site is believed to be some 
believed by some to be the oldest Neolithic temple in the world, predating the Egyptian pyramids and Stonehenge by more than 6,000 years. The statue represents a skeletal man with both hands placed near his phallus. He's going one on top of the other. He's not one hand in it. Sitting atop a bench adorned with a leopard. Why that's there, nobody knows. Uh, finding statues like this is not uncommon, but for the first time here, we find the phallus. Hmm. All right. Uh, Neolithic humans may have been more sophisticated than we thought. Yeah, look at the statues they made. They made a man right. walk off. That's pretty, for 11,000 years ago, that's pretty amazing art. Like, have you seen some of the modern modern art now? There's like a glass cube, and they're like, yes, art. Or just no. nothing's there, and they're like, you just can't see it. Yeah, like that Italian guy that put a pedestal out and was like, yeah, it's an, it's an invisible sculpture. Are you shitting me? Look at what these guys did. They made a guy jerking off out of stone. Do that. <laughs> That'll sell for a lot. So it says the area is known for its plethora of depictions of the male reproductive organ. They liked to do that a lot back in the day. They were like dicks. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have anything else to do, man. No. Like, Shit got weird thing. Every once in a while, it goes straight up. Let's make statues about it. So th there's a different a different one. The Urfa Man, a 6.2 foot stall statue of a man seeming to protect his erect penis with both hands <laughs> was found nearby. Seeming to protect? No way. He's just jerking off. He's like, give it yeah, up. Yeah, he, he's uh, protecting. Boner. Oh, that was the wrong one. Being a, a culture that has no idea how reproduction even happens. I know it's supposed to be just innate in us. We just know that this we goes have in sex and we reproduce. Baby come out. Yeah, but the first people were like, whoa, I just put this in there and now I have a son. And it looks like Fuck me. Yeah. Like they're so excited. Actually, the first the first caveman that like yeah. did that and they were like, and then a baby came out, but it was like three shades darker. I don't. <laughs> Is that what happens? And then they look across the, the cave field and. Oh. Yeah, that's how they figure out about that, too. It works both ways. Uh, next story, Florida man allegedly kidnapped wrong person and then waterboarded him into luring the intended target. No, I, I yeah, I, I read this article. They waterboarded him and tortured him. And then when they realized they had the wrong person, they were like, well, so do you want to help us catch the person we were trying to catch? Yeah. Two <laughs> brothers and another man are facing federal charges following a kidnapping that took some bizarre twists because it's Florida, including an attempted waterboarding when they tried to make the victim help them lure the intended intended target. The suspects kidnapped the man at gunpoint outside his apartment in Plantation, Florida, according to a criminal complaint. They tossed his cell phone out of the car as they drove to a home where they took him inside. Eventually, they learned they had the wrong person, mistaking him for his co-worker, who was, intended, who was the intended target. He told the police the men threatened him, put an electric drill to his skin, and pointed a firearm at him. Ooh, scary before dousing him with water in what prosecutor said was a simulated waterboarding. Okay, that's quite a bit different than actual waterboarding. Uh, the victim told him that he thought he was going to drown. The man began brainstorming how the victim could help, or the men began brainstorming how the victim could help lure the co-worker to them. They provided him with a cell phone and were able to access his iCloud account. Ooh, ding, ding, ding. To find the co-worker's phone number and call him. When they learned that the man was still at a business in Pampano Beach, they drove the victim there and asked him to get the co-worker to come outside. Instead, at 2 in the morning, the man phoned in a bomb threat in an effort to get a rapid police response to the building. Uh, the suspects were arrested by law enforcement and re remained jailed. <laughs> so these two dudes uh, had their initial appearances in federal court in Miami. The third suspect has not yet appeared in court. So it's just more more Florida man shit. You know? Why did they call in a bomb threat, though? I think that's so funny. They could have just called 911 and been like, help, there are people outside who are trying to kill us. I'm assuming because Please they were send in Florida help. that they were on cocaine. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I imagine. They just like made up a crime when there was already an obvious crime happening. Instead of just saying the crime that was happening, they're like, let's just make up a different one. Maybe law enforcement. Hey, you know what? Maybe law enforcement only responds to things like that. I don't know. Uh, you, yeah, I mean, it, out there in Florida, I mean, if you call the cops, yeah, and yeah somebody's kidnapped. They're like, um, they're like, well, is there a sure? ransom yet? <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. not going to get involved unless there's a ransom. 
He's like, just kidding. There's a guy with a bomb here. I think he's going to blow up the building. Fuck it. Just fucking send someone. Jesus Christ. Like, modern law enforcement is like you call them and it, it's like uh, super troopers. You call and you're like, yeah, somebody's breaking in. They're like, yeah, you have it on video. No. Is it on TikTok yet? No, we're not going to be out there then. It'll be at least, you know, 45 minutes or something. I don't know. That's what it seems like. Every, I mean, not that I've called the cops a lot, but it seems like that's how they are. Uh, next story, Atlanta woman slurps down 48 oysters in viral TikTok, driving her date to ditch the tab. Good for fucking you, as you should. I mean, this is obviously she, 48 oysters, and it looks like a really nice restaurant. So she just conned this receding hairline dude into buying her 48 oysters and then was like, yeah, that's at least a hundred bucks worth of oysters. Oh, at least. So a woman went viral on TikTok because for some reason she decided to film her first date eating 48 fucking oysters. Uh, TikTok user, I'm not going to even mention her name because fucker, posted a video last week recounting a recent date she went on at Fontaine's Oyster Bar in Atlanta. She admitted in the video that she ag agreed to meet her date for a drink after he had been texting her for weeks. Since Fontaine's, since Fontaine's has the best oysters in Atlanta, hands down, according to Equinaby. Oh, I just mentioned her name. Fuck. Sorry, I'll, I'll bleep it up. She couldn't resist putting in a few orders at the shellfish. Beep. Recorded herself slurping down a few oysters, commenting on how delicious they were via TikTok. Of course. You whore. It was so good. I was not expecting it to be that good. Oyster tray after oyster tray, she doused the shells in lemon and hot sauce, taking down each one until she hit a total of 48. When the fourth tray came out, he was looking at me crazy. A as you would. I don't give a fuck. I'm like, baby, you invited me out. I'm gonna eat. What a cunt. Oh my god. <laughs> she proceeded to order even more food, namely an order of crab cakes and a side of potatoes. Everything was so good. After the woman finished feasting, she noticed her date had gone to the bathroom without returning for 30 minutes. Upon re realizing he had skipped out on the bill, she paid for their tab, calling his maneuver crazy. Uh, disagree. I think she was the crazy one. She said, 48 fucking oysters on a first date. Jesus. She then texted her date, running out on a tab is crazy with three Y's, just so you know. He replied, I offered to take you out for drinks and you ordered all that food. I can cash out the total for the drinks. Uh, na 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 na. <laughs> the video is currently more than who cares views on TikTok and the video has more. Oh, the audacity to ask what's next after 50 oysters is insane. One relatively sane TikTok user commented. What the fuck? Can you imagine that? No. So I think the whole article is geared against this woman. Everyone is not on her side. They're on the, the date who skipped out on the tab. If I right. met you the oh, first no. time we yeah. met and we went out and you were like, hey, uh, I'm going to order this, this. Oh, and I was the guy and I was expected to pay. Yeah, if you were the dude. If I was the dude. All right, fine. What would you do if I was like, I'm going to order a filet mignon and then I'm going to order a ribeye and then I'm going to order, I don't know, 89 oysters. I would just be like, okay, uh, server. You'd be like, we're on two tabs, two separate tabs. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, met this. She... I actually don't know her. <laughs> she just followed me in here. I don't know. She wanted a beer. She was standing outside and like had a, a tray with like, we'll work for food. And I was like, yeah, I'll buy you a drink. <laughs> now she's coming in here buying all these fillets and shit. I don't know. No, but I, yeah, that's super. That's just bizarre. You should at least let someone know, hey, I love oysters. Do you want to split some with me? No, she Get was on looking the same for page. a free meal and was like, this dude's been texting me for weeks. Here's a free dinner. I'm free on a Friday. That's Fuck gross. it. Yeah. That probably happens yeah, more, she's game more often than you think. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And more often than you, I think the reason this got viral traction is because the dude actually was like, no, I'm not doing this. Most dudes just be like, oh, sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll pay for 50 oysters for you. What else do you want? He even responded and was like, oh, I'll cash up you for the drinks. But other than that, all bets are off, bitch. He's like, I didn't eat shit. Slurped down that bullshit. I had one Johnny Walker on the rocks. Go fuck yourself. You pay for that. <laughs> well, Bob. She looked really pretty, too. So I'm glad that he dipped out. Oh, yeah. No, gangster dude. Yeah, I love it. Uh, Bob, do you have anything else to say or anything else to plug before we get out of here? Man, not really. Um, 
<laughs> I don't pay attention to much shit anymore. Um, so I really don't have any comments on any current events or anything. I do my show with Chud every week. Uh, are we content? Check that out and check out Conspiracy Theater 3000 with uh, Drew and Ryan. Other than that, cool. man, I, I stay, shout I out Ryan, low. shout out Drew. Yeah, we love Ryan. Gay Hitler. As he refers to himself. Um, we need to get you back on though soon. This was kind of a one-off because I totally just spaced this whole week on shows and I was like, well, we got to do something. Uh, but and we- hanging out with Bob is our favorite. Oh, yeah. When we both at the same time, remember when we were like kind of jaded from doing shows and we're like, we just want to focus on chickens and gardening. (laughs) You reached out to Joe and said, hey, let's just do a show about our lives and just bad TV and chickens and whatever. And we had the best show and it was so comforting. So you're like our good person for like a real reality check. Yeah, man, yes, I try sir. not to pay attention to too much shit, dude. Like, well, we yeah. don't pay attention There's to so any much of other that stuff thing. going on, right? Like, yeah, like, uh, outrage and stress and shit. It's all a finite resource, so you gotta you gotta allocate that shit appropriately. I'm just yeah, you gotta allocate to your outrage to the to noise to people that you know. Like, why allocate your outrage to people you don't know? Direct it at people you know. That's a much better use of your time. Yeah. Yeah. No reason. There's enough bullshit going on. There's no reason to go looking for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to look yeah. for it. You just got to open your phone twice a day and you'll have plenty to be outraged about. Well, dude, right. we'll have you again soon for kind of a more uh, lengthy talk about what you've been up to and all that. But we thought yeah, we'd yeah, just get gone and talk talk shit for a bit. But uh, thanks Always for coming. Down to talk Appreciate it. Yeah. Hell? Thanks for the invite, guys. Well, thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody on Rockfin and everybody else who listens or doesn't listen to the show. Okay, bye. Bye.